Welcome to Up in the Mix. This is Sean. As always, I'm joined by my boy Della Photo, aka Caesar, and the one and only Statman Kevin. Yeah. This is uh, Caesar, this a.k.a. your friendly neighborhood Mexican, a.k.a. Ernesto, a.k.a. Captain Kulo, Mr. Brunch, your local also, the poppy with the dad body, the brown man in the yacht club, and the hombre de la gente. What up, what up? This is Kevin, a.k.a. Statman, a.k.a. The Professor, a.k.a. Kendall Derek Palmer, only dur- during a full moon, and that handsome glass of water. <laughs> Very, so handsome. Thanks Very again. handsome. This is Very a, handsome. We're doing a special episode because it's Sunday from the Honeycomb Hideout, December 10th. And we are joined by a very special guest, Miss Natalie Handler. Give a round of applause. Yay! Yay. Hello, thank you for having me. Hip, hip, hooray. I am here. Thanks for being here at the Honeycomb Hideout. Yeah, we're glad to have you. We had to do some talking, kind of some convincing to uh, to get her to come on, but... Yeah, we pretty much bamboozled her, I think. That's true. <laughs> we did. I'm like, happy to be here. Surround you at happens. the bar, all yeah. three of hey, us telling hey, you. Hey, hey. Just all of us a little drunk. I was you need to come. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's how they should do stuff like with politicians. Like, catch them at the bar outside. Like, yeah. Just surround them. Hey, hey, hey. hey don't pass this bill. <laughs> Why are you passing this tax plan? But we're getting ahead of ourselves. All right, yeah, yeah. Natalie. Uh, I've known you a long time. You have bartended all around Reno. You're involved with the Holland Project. We're on the board together. Uh, just a local Renoite, born and raised. That's true. Yep. So born here in Reno. We wanted to have kind of like a Reno, Nevada-centric episode uh, since you were coming on, and we know you're very uh, good at traveling around the state, finding cool spots to go yeah, to. Very adventurous. Yeah. I have a little pride for this place. Close to my heart. Good. Do you do you call yourself Battleborn? No. <laughs> <laughs> I wish we had videos. She was from here. <laughs> she I'm was not from all here about before. Cliches or mottos or whatever, you know. It makes it <laughs> makes people sound a little thirsty slash insecure about Battleborn. their state. Yeah, that's why I feel like it's she was a, a good person. Awesome do you have a state tattoo? motto for sure. A comparative. I do. There we go. But mine's the best out of all. <laughs> the best around. Look, it's topographic map inspired. Yeah, no. Nice. It's, cool. yeah. it's really good. Very cool. Geolo- it's right geologically correct. People always point out the mole and they're like, <laughs> is, is that where, where you're from? So where is that? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a, that's just a mole. It's yeah. a mountain right there. It's on my body. It's close by. Good job. You know your stuff. <laughs> is that why they call you the stat man? That is. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so tell us a little about yourself. You're from here. What high school did you go to? Um, well, actually, before high school, I went to elementary school, which is a block and a half away from where we are right now, um, Our Lady of the Snows Catholic School. Ooh. Ooh. Fancy. Yeah, yeah. I was, I was raised was Catholic mid-town. and went to Catholic school. However, I've denounced that. So it <laughs> no mas. No you're mas. saying it wasn't no a mas. pleasant I experience? Now. <laughs> it was not a pleasant experience for <laughs> no, you? No, it was fine. Um... It was actually good. It was a good education, small classes and everything, but I was definitely ready to get out of uh, the Catholic school realm. Um, So Galena was a few years old when I was of age to go into high school, and my parents said, would you like to go to Minogue Catholic School or Galena? And I was like, get me the fuck out of here. (laughs) I'm going to Galena. Correct choice. (laughs) And so I went there, but I actually – I went there for three years, but I actually transferred my senior year – and went to Reno and graduated from Reno High. Oh, cool. Yeah. Nice. I did not know that. Yeah. Why did you decide to hit that crossover and switch? Um, well, I was pretty much ready to be an adult. 
so I thought, and I was working full time and I only had to finish like a couple classes up my senior year. So I only went from like seven to 11 and then at noon I went to my job and that was closer to my job and all my friends That's a very where I was going to live and everything because I was going to move out of my parents' house. I was 18 at the beginning of my senior year. So that was the plan. So I transferred and I actually didn't do that. I stayed um, in uh, my parents' house and did all the rest of it and finished up high school and then moved out directly after that. Um, yeah. How cool was Natalie probably <laughs> in high school? Way cool. Cool, cool than I was for sure. <laughs> Trying to like had plans to move out. <laughs> full time job. Full time job. Full time job. Yeah. yeah. I definitely had a part time Eight, Yeah, job, 18 like, yeah. going on. 25. And now I'm a slacker. It's weird because I was like way more professional and <laughs> driven happens, when I was though. that age. And you've now I'm 38 and a slacker. You don't, you've already learned you don't need to go through all that bullshit. <laughs> yeah. You could just do you whatever. Were, you did it at an early yeah. age. Very I think nice. I was just ready to make choices in general. So I was just like putting my foot down and saying, like, this is up to me now. You know, whether I do it or not, it's up to me. That's a very mature way to handle things. As someone who works with youth, I doubt very many of them would handle making choices that way. Their choices would be much, much worse. I'm still horrible at making choices. <laughs> <laughs> very much so. I made a good choice this week, last Tell night. About it. Yeah, I didn't go out <laughs> drinking on the Santa <laughs> Crawl. I came home and had a wonderful night's sleep. That's a brilliant great. choice. <laughs> Caesar, how was your week? Um, well, salute to everyone who graduated from UNR. So my boy Avery had a graduation party, a nice little barbecue at his house. And I love hanging out with his mom because his mom gets loose all the time and like starts saying like very inappropriate stories. And like this is the one that really stuck with me. So this was last night. That was like, last night. Yeah. And so she's like, man, I wish like I was like pregnant all the time so I could have those big ass tits. <laughs> And I'm like, look, I'm like, looking, and I'm like looking at her all weird, you know, and I was just like, just like nodding my head. I was like, whatever. And she's like, what does suck? And it's like, you all, you're always leaking. And I was like, all right, yeah, whatever. And then she's like, I remember one time I wore this one dress. It was like $500 and I was just leaking. So I took the shoulder pads out because it was like back in the 80s, probably. She took the shoulder mm -hmm. pads out and put them in front of her tit to soak up all the fucking milk. <laughs> Very inappropriate, but it's very hilarious. How lost in the sauce was she when she was telling the story last night? Uh, well, she's always lost, so it's just hard. To, it's hard. It's hard to gauge. <laughs> but the psychology behind that story is pretty interesting. Yeah, if you no. if you delved deep into it, I'm mm -hmm. sure there's many layers. You know. Yeah. No, but it was a good story. I laughed a lot. And then, uh, was Avery there? When uh, she was telling she told it again, and then Avery was there. Just so herself could hear. Yeah, she yeah. Told the story that's, it was just like it was all of us in the kitchen because we we're all a little lost, so we had to eat before we went out. And so she told the story again, and Avery just like super red already because he's drinking an Asian, so he's super, you know, flush as they say. And uh, yeah, so and then she told it again, and I just kept laughing, and he just definitely was uncomfortable. But you can't stop his mom. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> Statman, anything? <laughs> I don't know how to stop that story. Does any, yeah, it was anything good. interesting happen to you um, this week? Did go on a date on Friday night? A little, Ooh. a little bumble date. Ooh. Ooh, where'd you go? Where'd you go? We're putting, you're putting, you're, you're putting all this out there in the universe. A, huh? bum <laughs> a bumble date, like the the app Bumble. Oh yeah, so okay. Like the dating cool. app. <laughs> <laughs> cool. <laughs> Is that like a slang term because you're using this <laughs> bumble date? <laughs> but yeah, went to a chapel, had a couple drinks. Um, and then last night, I didn't... Wait, I didn't that's all we get? Yeah. 
You went to Ch- Chapel, Chapel had a couple, had a couple drinks. Was there a was connection? A good, yeah, it like, was, a, was yeah. it a good was date a good or? Strong, mild, medium. Give it a above, above all right. average. All right, what cool. drink did you have? What drink did she have? If you're not going to give us all this information. <laughs> I'm going to pry it out of you. Yeah, I'm just going to yeah, leave that. What did I have? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think. Oh, makers and soda water. <laughs> and then she had some, some beer. Makers and soda water? Was there yeah. any uh, touching? Mm, there was a kiss at the end. Cute. Did I have a good kiss? What type of kiss? Was like it kiss, on kiss. the cheek? No, a kiss kiss. Like a kiss kiss. Nice. Yeah. So and that's it? Just chapel? Yeah. What? Did you just chapel? Did you guys yep. go eat or anything? Have no, you, have you spoken to her since? Um, I've not. Did you tell her about our podcast? Yes. <laughs> All right, good, good, good. <laughs> yes, I did. All right, good. That's what matters. That's what matters. And you need I to put the podcast on your dating on your <laughs> on, on your profile. <laughs> I'm gonna do that too. We'll, we'll no, <laughs> you just every day. Like I want you to go on more dates just so you promote the brand. You should get her, you like should get her on weekend. the next show <laughs> right. so she can so review how, the date. How did you feel? About I would the love date. that. I would love. So that. you haven't talked to her yeah. since though. Uh, I mean, we text afterwards. Like so, like hey, I had a good time. Wait, who texted lot. who first afterwards? She texted me first. How um, long afterwards? About an hour and a half, two hours. Perfect. Okay, That's and good. what None did she say? None of this waiting three days bullshit. Right. <laughs> what did she say? <laughs> We're adults. Uh, so that I had a good time, and I said, "Yeah, I did too. Let's hang out again soon." And yeah, they'll probably be another to, date. Are you yeah. going to? Yeah, they'll probably be another date. Probably. He can't yeah. even commit to it with us right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, all right. But there's Let's another one. Up. There's another Let's one though. Last night you were very upfront with the girl. Oh Explain yeah. That story. That was a good one. Oh, that girl from uh, Ukraine, yeah, whatever, yeah. at the bar. Yeah, talk because like Kevin. Yeah, Sean was talking. Like, Sean, I was talking to our friend Sean, just like trying to be more assertive. Like, Not me. Yeah, really, little Sean, little friend no, Sean, Sean. About like trying to be more assertive. So like, yeah, yeah. this girl was just super cute. And I was, when I told her, I was like, "You are so beautiful," and she was like, "Oh my!" And, like got all blushy and like I just hear her accent. I started talking to her and then bought her a drink, and yeah. Did you get got her, her phone got number? number? Oh, well, she didn't have a. Got her Facebook page because she didn't have a, a U.S. phone. Uh, okay. Uh, I don't know. How long is she in the country for? I, I think she's moved here. This was only come on. This was like a ten, fifteen minute interaction, and then they left. So I don't know her entire life story. No, but just like if she's visiting here versus living here, I feel like is a I'm very sure key detail I, to know. I think she's moving here. <clears throat> pretty sure, at least six months. And you, you have you hit her up yet? No, no. Okay. This was just last night. All right. So and that's what I was gonna say. I made the opposite decision of Sean and went out. Not yeah. to the Santa Crawl, but still whatever. But I, I feel Kevin's tactic is to uh, keep them waiting until they get really thirsty. And we're not going to get into Kevin's tactics. Right? <laughs> I would like to get into Kevin's yeah. tactics. Let's move it on. I'm not the only <laughs> one. We, can do <laughs> we had a long conversation about this last I want to talk about modern love. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's circle that and come back around to it. <laughs> I'm down if you guys are down. <laughs> Let's move it on. Oh, yeah. Down. Next one. Next one, <laughs> All right. So everyone everyone had a good week. Mm. Natalie, how was your week? Anything yeah. interesting happened? Um, yeah. My week was great. I had a good week. Um, just busy and lots of fun stuff happening and taking care of business. I don't know. Anything specific. All the things that I imagine Natalie doing normally. Just taking care of business. TCB. <laughs> <laughs> Fresh setter. It's a new word right there. Oh, have we not mentioned that? That I can't claim that. I had a That's date too, but I'm not going to talk thing. about it. Oh. Well, okay, us, just on. tell us what night yeah, was yeah, it. Um, it was Wednesday and Thursday. Wednesday two days. And Thursday. Two dates? Yeah, two dates. Back to back. All right, all right. Uh-oh. Yeah, the first one was so good. You're like, you got the smile tread on. Caref- and like, yeah. Tread carefully here, Caesar. I just like, uh, what did you guys eat? Uh, we didn't eat. 
Ooh. Okay. okay. <laughs> all right. Well, I know where I'm going with this, but I don't want to lay it all out there. But all right. All right. So now we should, we should continue. <laughs> she did want to talk Shy. about modern love. Uh-huh. We'll, we'll circle back. But just not, just not her We're modern circle love. Back. Yeah. All right. So we wanted to talk to you about Nevada. So what is your favorite place in the state? Like favorite area to explore? That's tough. Um, I'm a little obsessed with the Big Smoky Valley, and that is in central Nevada. Does anyone has anyone been there? I have uh, not. No, but I nope. do know. So from here, if you uh, take Highway 50 east and you pass Austin, um, about 20 miles east of that, uh, you hit the 376, and that takes you south. About ni- it's a mi- 90 mile stretch of road <laughs> through the Big Smoky Valley, and there's a bunch of rad shit out there. There's hot springs. There's um, some old mining towns. Um, there's Mount Jefferson, which is the fifth tallest peak in Nevada, um, in the Altitokima <laughs> range. She said she wasn't an expert. <laughs> this is only. This sounds is like an encyclopedia right now. Yeah, this like, sounds oh, like I a, like it. I like. I it. definitely have to. Get, I give a map <laughs> of the quiz of this to my okay. students during Nevada history month. So. But this peak, though, is in the Alta Tokimas, and the cool thing about the Alta Tokimas is that it's um, referred to as the Machu Picchu of North America because it's one of the highest um, – it's the highest elevation, like, settlement of uh, Native Americans. Oh, there. oh. what's the cool. elevation? Uh, it's probably – I think it's about 11,000, just over 11,000. Damn. Yeah. Damn. Um, Dang. Dang. So two, I go out there a lot. It's over two miles. Yeah, I go out there a lot, and there's lots of fun stuff to do, and um, – people always ask me where to go and that's kind of the first I have this little loop that I send people on and um, there's some caves out there hot springs lots of free places to camp and cruise around and then on the other side of that is Monitor Valley and there's uh, Diana's Punch Bowl out there which is this huge like open hole in the ground and there's uh, it's geothermal Um, if you fell into this thing the water the heat of the water would kill you it's like super hot um, but it's like pretty rad. And I went out there. For is there the like first safety? Time. Is there like a real? No, 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 no. This is, this is <laughs> wild west. That's awesome. That's yeah. awesome. <laughs> it's just out there in the middle of nowhere, you know? People jump in there. Um, they deserve to die. You could, if you didn't know where you were going and you didn't know it was there and you're an idiot, uh, you could drive right into it. That's that's Ooh. what I was getting pretty at. Because cool. yeah. like I've gone driving in the deserts of Nevada. Yeah, if it was night. dark, if like, I mean, yeah. I'm sure I should look that up actually. I'm but sure I, I feel people that anyone driving Devil's over there, anyways, uh, no, it's Diana's there. Punch Bowl. Um, Do you know and the I went story there last the April. Uh, I don't know. Uh-uh. Hmm. Statman does, though. There you go. <laughs> Where are we looking? Uh, <laughs> the story behind the name, Diana's. On, oh. Who's Diana's? Yeah, I'm Googling. I'm Googling you right asked now. The Back question. off. You asked hey, the question. I thought you changed it. You can answer your own questions. You know this, right? <laughs> like, you have the power in your hand. When I, that's why we have you That's why here. I asked Natalie, because I was hoping like, Kevin would be like, oh, I'm looking it up right now. Yeah, yeah, trying to give him a little bit of time. That's that called, was the alley-oop. That's it wasn't the alley-oop. Alley-oop. All this basketball stuff, alley-oop. Don't give us Oh, my God. Uh, the ball, probably, the ball probably hit the front of the rim and bounced back. <laughs> we'll leave Statman alone. Anyways, Natalie, you were visited that place last oh, year. Oh yeah, La- last April was the first time I went to Diana's Punch Bowl. Um, I've seen tons of pictures of it before and um, decided to find it. And I don't, I kind of like just knowing. Okay, it's in this valley, off this road. But other than that, I don't look up directions. I'll just go head out there and kind of try and gather my you know, own directional Your own compass. Sphere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
and find things. And I think that's kind of the best way because you end up finding other random yeah. weird shit or driving directly to it. And you're like, that was easy. I don't even need a no, stupid map. That, you know? Cause that's what I do when I go to other cities. I like a few things like a general direction uh-huh. and just I, cause I love getting lost. Yeah. Like, yeah. So it's not having a it. direction. Mm-hmm. Not having a direction. Yeah, just kind of like a general area. See what you stumble yeah. upon. This is a, yeah, this is a greater problem in my life of not having direction <laughs> and just going with it, which is, I think, Letting why I'm ride. here today. <laughs> yeah, 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 letting it ride. That's how we got here on the podcast. <laughs> um, yeah, but so I was there in April, and there was a little snowstorm coming through, and it was so beautiful because it was just like these little flurries, like like cycloning around this big steaming hole (laughs) and it was pretty awesome and then and then all of a sudden and the wind was whipping you know it was freezing and then in the distance there's like all these cows and they're just like a huge herd of cattle coming up in our direction and um uh, a couple of like uh real life cowboys driving them in and I'm standing next Actually to Actually herding cattle? Yeah. Out in the middle of nowhere. There's not, we didn't see another person out for like Did you take hours. any pictures? No. Oh. oh, I have pictures of, yeah, on my Instagram, I have pictures of the, the, the swirling snow around the, what about the but cowboy? not the cows. Because no. I feel it would have been a yeah. very awesome, like with the cows, cowboys, and then the weird clouds, like a good. Uh, if I had a fancy camera with me, I could have caught it in a way, but it was yeah, like one photo. of those things where. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, yeah. I'm brown. I don't really camp. But I'm trying. I was thinking like, no, no, but I'm, but I'm trying to get out of my comfort it's, zone and probably go camping. I yeah, can take you camping. I know how to camp. All right. People make it complicated. I just throw shit in my truck and go. You know, mm, just I make sure you have enough gas out there. But yeah. there's tons of really well graded gas roads, and water. Um, you know, out in the middle of nowhere. But there's no services, so I think that's the thing is like just prepare for no service services like gas stations and stuff like that. Um, have enough gas and have water and don't freak out if you know uncomfortable weird things happen just figure it out i like the survival skills i like the uncomfortable them yeah so yeah yeah i just need uh some sauce you know yeah a little sauce some hoodies (laughs) you know a little bit of water i could i could survive off that maybe some bun yeah (laughs) so there's um farther down the road then you can get you can make your way to belmont this little town and it has, it's an old mining town. Um, there's still people that live there. It's very small, but there's this old courthouse and it is this lovely, beautiful brick courthouse. The first time I went there a couple of years ago, it was just open. Anyone can walk in and there's graffiti all over the place. And uh, so I was walking through there looking at all the graffiti. It's mostly just scribbles and, you know, penises and whatever. <laughs> but on this one post, there is, it says, uh, uh, the Manson family, and then the date. And the locals say, we asked around a few of the locals, like, was that real? Is that Charlie Manson? And they're like, yep, he was here. And it was like when he was, they were fleeing from after the murders in LA, I believe. God damn. Yeah, crazy. So that's the kind of rad stuff that you find in Nevada. When you get lost. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. Famous murderers (laughs) go through here on their escape routes. (laughs) So catch the bodies and they flee towards Nevada. Mm Mm-hmm. Stay classic. There's lots of nooks and crannies <laughs> to hide in Nevada. Yeah. <laughs> so, speaking of nooks and crannies, what's your favorite natural hot springs? Yeah. Um, the first thing the about states? nooks and crannies is that that was a word that my sister uh, dumped one of her boyfriends for saying nooks and crannies, which I think is great. I definitely <laughs> used it because you you did. I know. Yeah. 
<laughs> I try and say it as much as I can. Dang, that's crazy. Um, Nooks and crannies. Okay, wait, what was the question? Sorry. <laughs> What's your favorite hot springs to go to? Uh, probably in and Nevada. And if it's too secret and you don't want to no, give it away. No, I don't really care about that. Just don't Someone warned us last night. Blast. They're like, tell her not to talk about all the yeah. cool ones. I don't, I don't, I don't want buy into that shit. Going. It's just like, you know, everyone's posting this on Facebook or whatever it is, social media, Facebook, Instagram anyways. And everyone's like, oh, don't tell all the secrets. But it's like. You definitely it, tagged your location on the. Yeah. On the or so people know. it's not hard to find. I mean, Google Earth, all, there's all these ways anyone can find. Well, plus, anything. like if it's something's all, awesome, eventually people are going to start doing it. Right. And so more just talk about like clean up after yourselves if ever, you know, and clean up after others. Educate people on to, how to treat the area. There's always going to be respect assholes that ruin it. Just no respect what. it. Yeah. Right. Like, uh, just respect. Like, yeah. Clean up your own trash. Ooh. Right. Don't leave it out there. Like, bring garbage bag. It's easy. Oh, wait. He's got something. Yeah, I got something to say. Got some stuff about uh, Devil's or the Diana's Punch Bowl. Okay. Well. So basically, it's, um, you know, 50 feet across, 30 feet deep, about 200 <laughs> degrees water. But the name came Diana is the, um, let me find it. What is she? She's a Roman goddess of spring and brooks. She's a Roman goddess. But it's also a story of a woman named Di- Diana that threw her unfaithful husband in the oh, bowl and killed yeah. him. There we go. That's, That's my girl. That's so fucking Nevada. <laughs> That's yeah. how you catch a body. There you Throw go. it in there. Boom. Love her. That's the history of it. Because I'm written on it, though. I had to read like three articles. No, panning. I saw him yeah. like, looking up yeah. shit. I was like, maybe there is nothing yeah. on it. There's a lot of right? stories like that in Nevada when you look things up. That you're like, you have to really dig. And then you're not even sure if it's real. I have another good one I'll tell you later. Is that yeah. why, like, I feel because of, like, as, the like. The stuff about, like, growing. I'm not from here. So, like, I was a kid, like, people would be like, oh, I don't like going to Pyramid. Like, yeah, the pyramid story. Yeah. Little yeah. dead baby. Yeah, babies. and I was like, I just always assumed it was just, like, the normal Nevada racism towards the Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it kind of like, is. Kind of <laughs> I just assume that. Yeah. No. <laughs> That's like, why I feel like everyone from northern Nevada is a little different from everyone else in the world anyways. Like, no matter where I go, we're always like, I feel more awesome than everybody else. True. True. It's a great statement. way to live. That's a great way to live, Caesar. Is that Sorry, true world. Or false? What's that? Is Every- that true or false? Is yeah. statement? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> I feel we're pretty badass out here. Battle yes. Battleborn. Bro. I'm not <laughs> battleborn. I'm not battleborn. I, don't, I can't claim that, so I'm not. No, but now you're you're definitely like a Renoite now. You yeah, know? like battle raised, maybe. Yeah, battle, battle raised. raised. You know, you got some battle scars, maybe. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> I love Nevada, but I'm gonna stay true. Wait, where are you from? I'm Cali? from the Bay Area. Yeah, East Bay. Stand up. What? Oh, East Bay's cool. Yeah. So yeah. I, I, I. And how old were you when you came to Reno? Twelve. What's 12? your favorite uh, East Bay hot spring? <laughs> Lake Merritt. <laughs> good one. All right, Bazinga. let's let's move on. So we did this with Mike Moberly, and several people were like, "That was super cool hearing their perspective." So, well, Moberly's like, like, pretty cool. So, <laughs> but, but we it can was try my version. It, no, just pet peeves as a bartender, oh. as someone. I, when I first met Natalie, okay. I have to say, I felt like I annoyed you all the time because me and my friends were super young. Was that and we like would tap come, house come to the tap house yeah. no. and be super fucking drunk and stupid and loud. But yeah. I don't mind that. You've obviously. As long as I get to, you know, have my own. I'm not I'm not a perky bartender. I'm I'm kind and um, I get the job done. I'm really good at my job and I like people. And I, I'm more of a one-on-one person, so it's kind of like 
weird that I'm in it and I'm an introvert. I always say I'm an introvert, but it's weird that I have been a bartender so long because it's really extrovert, you know, job and, and like some of the bars you bartended at are very popular, very yeah. loud. Yeah. And they're like the patrons are animals. So, <laughs> Straight up animals. so what are you? What are you? I like that. You know, it's fine. Which bar are you currently um, at? I'm right now. I'm at La Familia. Familiar. So classy. Damn. That's how you <laughs> know she's been. She can go yeah. bartend at nice places now. She doesn't have to deal oh, with riff. You don't have to deal with riffraff yeah, anymore. But I kind of like that. I like, like, once in a while I get to um, uh, step in at Loving Cup or wherever, and that's pretty fun. I enjoy it. Nice. Um, so, one of my biggest pet peeves, and this is also um, something that male bartenders uh, or men in general don't endure. Uh, but me and my female friends, bartenders or not, um, but you get it a lot uh, on the job, is, why don't you smile? Why aren't God you damn. smiling? <laughs> I, that was uh, not what I was expecting. I thought they were going to say, snap, <laughs> like, snap that. Yeah, like, I was going to like feel like, right. oh, they're like, touch it appropriately or something. So that's, I feel like that's worse, telling you to smile more. The I would never tell thing. a male the bartender thing, to smile like, more. Yeah, like, I oh. can't imagine going in and when someone is on their, at their job, doing their job, getting it done, getting it handled, and telling them to smile, demanding that they smile. Like, what do you need a smile for, you know? And it's, <laughs> it's, just, it's just weird when you really break it down and think about it. And, and it, w- if it was just once in a blue moon that someone said that, it wouldn't be a big deal. But when you get it all the time, it's really obnoxious. And it's like, you don't know what's going on in my brain. I got... Ten different yeah, orders. You're working. I'm doing this. I'm yeah. doing that. Trying to. Yeah. Trying People are to, yelling at you. Know? you. <clears throat> and now I got to smile for you. And, it, and so what? I, yeah, I, I know. Like, that's <laughs> what makes it so fucked up. So my response usually, I just have this. I plaster this huge, crazy. Like the crazier the smile and crazy, like the crazier my eyes can get. <laughs> um, I just do that, and then like. Oh, Okay. Is it like only? This? Is there you young? Like my smile? Do like people under forty say that, or is it like? I feel like it's oh, yeah. older dudes. It's guys. It's, it's just guys and like some guys. like a thirty-year-old tells you to smile more, and you're like, go fuck yourself. You know, I don't. I just try to kill people with kindness because I think that's the quickest way for people. And I watch it happen um, when you want to put someone in their place and show them what their behavior is really doing and. Um, you can just give back to them in this like assertive yet very calm, kind way. Um, they line up really quick, you know, and I've had, I've in all kinds of situations, like I watched some guy like spit a loogie on the floor, you know, Jesus. he's standing at the bar and just like does a whole weird, gross throat, like pull back, pull back, get it ready. And then spits it on the floor. <laughs> and I'm like, you do that at your house, man. <laughs> that's not cool. Once again, respect places you <laughs> go to. Weird. Yeah, like, like, that's, 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 it's a lack of respect. Yeah, yeah. like that's, that's yeah, lot. it's bizarre, and you you Ugh. don't see that behavior in other public places. It's it's it has to do with the drinking and right. people feeling right. this like courage to just do whatever they want. That liquid courage, the sauce. Ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. Or roughhousing. I mean, I remember one time these guys were like roughhousing and like. It was all in good fun, you know, and that's fine, and I can handle a certain amount of that. But I just look over and I'm like, "Hey, this is not your rompus room." <laughs> and I was like, "Good surpri- choice of words." I surprised myself. I'm like, "What? The- Why did I say rompus room?" <laughs> <laughs> they probably all stopped like, too. I didn't like, have a rompus room at my house growing up, but I was like, probably a lot of them were like, stoked. "What's rompus?" Like that, <laughs> that's what stopped the fight. Like, well, yeah. what is rompus? Exactly. So, what's rompus? Being from the Bay Area, when I was a kid, there was like a local kids tv show that came on before sesame street 
called like the rumpus room yeah and what were they doing roughhouse yeah yeah and there was like (laughs) they had like uh they had like a trampoline floor so that they'd bounce on that's what those guys were doing sounds really fun yeah yeah, it was a dope show. Like maybe I mean, we, maybe this that's was a, bar, a new the, bar theme. We the can make it call it the, the rompus room, room. room. and it's just padded bar Boom. where people Boom. can like ideas. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like or maybe you. It, could I feel like, like you'd have to have a medical waiver because people would be blowing yeah, out no trampolines. We can just have a bar called <laughs> yeah. the rompus room. Yeah. That's yeah. a cool name. Just yeah, give me no trampoline. We'll have it padded. Maybe not trampolini. No, because like I'm old and my knees. Yeah, drunk people. My knees are pretty brittle now. Well, it's not a bar for you, Caesar. No, it's not. I just like maybe Ernesto. Maybe Ernesto. Yeah, he likes to get bananas. That's how you know Natalie knows you. She knows you're drunk alias. Yeah, because I know I'll, I've I'll seen her at numerous bars. She probably yelled rompus room at me. Like, I, I, you, Ernesto doesn't you? know. Yeah. <laughs> Ernesto. <laughs> Ernesto, this is not your rompus room. And I'll be like, what's rompus? <laughs> so, Pat, that was your pet. You've been a server too, correct? Yep. So, we wanted to get your perspective. What's your pet peeve as a server? Hmm... I mean, there's so many things. I enjoy my job, but there's so many things. The The funniest story that comes to mind was these two businessmen having a lunch, and uh, I'm taking their order, and the guy is like, uh, okay, so which one of these salads has the most carbs? And I look at him, and I look at his, his lunch mate, and his lunch mate's like, what the fuck is this guy <laughs> <laughs> but I look at him, I'm Watch like, me. well, you know, I'm not a nutritionist. <laughs> I'm your server. And but if I took an educated guess, seeing as how they're both salads, I don't think you have to worry about carbs. <laughs> right. <laughs> but like, it's like they want you to be salad? they want you to be so much, you know? And it's like, I'm here to serve your food. I could definitely suggest and sell you like what I think is the best here, what sells well and all these things. But like, why are you asking me about all these nutritional facts are like people that, you know, I can't have any salt and pepper on anything or else I'll die. I'm like, well, then you should eat at home because I don't need your life in my hands. And I'll yeah. tell you, like, if everything's cooked right, it has salt and pepper in it. Yeah, That's yeah. how you cook. Seasoning, yeah. Like, can you just curious. not make have my some food? Water. I'm can you make you my some food water. with? <laughs> can you make my food with no food in it? Yeah. <laughs> like, seriously, people ask this as a real like they're not thinking. No, know? we have a friend who is very particular about uh, gluten. So <laughs> sure, yeah. he will add, we'll, we'll go to a restaurant. He's a bullshitter. To tell I call him bullshitter. Tell the story when you guys were swimming in the pool. <laughs> so we were at this bachelor party in Chico, and we went out to dinner, and he asked them if the chef would clean a pan specifically yeah. before cooking yeah. all his food and there's the like gonna there were like a group of 12 of us you know and yeah. all of us are like you need to bring your own goddamn fucking pan yeah. to the, like the restaurants oh yeah like, people do that ridiculous. all the time his food vegetarians don't want anything in the fr- if oh if this food is fried what else is in the fryer do you right. put meat in that fryer you yeah. know so, yeah Yes. Or like he was worried about like cross contamination <laughs> yes. from like cutting his like using the knife to cut something with gluten right. in it, and yeah. then using the knife to cut his own food. And really, like we we need to think of uh, dining experiences going to someone's um, like it's their art. Let them do what they do best. You know, don't mm. tell them what You're also you want them place. to do. You're going to their place. And hoping that they can create this awesome experience, how they like to do it, what their vision is. And, um, you know. So you're saying no one gives a fuck what they think? I, I don't think that 
I think people have gotten to this point where they're just so like, you're, I'm here and you're going to serve me and give me what I want, how I want it. It's not fucking Burger King. We talked about it. It's it's, it's funny how quick that entitlement flips on when people, like when you're serving someone or Mm -hmm. working for someone, like you're automatically, they look at you as less than their equal. Yeah. You got to just be reasonable and. Who are you, a medieval know. lord? Go, like, fuck yourself. <laughs> like, calm down. If you want it your way, just cook it at home. Like, yeah. it's, just, yeah. it's just easy. Like, no, it's because we had a conversation when Frank was on, you know, like, like you know, when you go to a restaurant, like you said, it's like their style of food that mm-hmm. they're giving into you. If you don't like their style, don't go, go somewhere there. else or go right. home and cook. Try, have, yeah. an, have an adventure. Like, where did the adventure of trying new things and letting mm. letting it happen, you know, and just having an experience go? What's wrong with that? Yeah, it's like yeah. people who go to a place have only had the have one thing there. Like, right, come on, try and have it like super Press simple, like yeah. like just some chicken with like nothing on it, <laughs> no salt or yeah. pepper. <laughs> I mean, people like what they like and they know what they like, and that's fine. But if you're gonna go to to a restaurant, restaurant that someone's cooking for you, you're, yeah. you're gonna have or, it the way they yeah. cook, or, it. or they don't have the out. stuff that you like. Like go somewhere else. <laughs> yeah. Like it's easy. Yeah, sometimes it's a group thing, and you gotta you go in where everyone else is going. And that's great, but just like take I feel care weird when I, I go to sushi, asking them like, "Can you not put tobiko on that?" I feel weird asking that because I'm like, I want the roll that you're making, but like just slightly different. I, I don't think that that's that big of a deal. But I still feel. But if bad you're doing like that. making it, you're like, mm. I want this dish, but I'm gonna pull it apart so much that it's yeah. not even the dish that <laughs> it says on the menu. Like, was this fish <laughs> caught like, no. yesterday from the? Pacific Ocean. Is it locally grown, like on a Portlandia or whatever? <laughs> it's like, is the chicken was it raised here, like two blocks away or something? You know, the free range chicken. Its, yeah. What about its mother and father? What's yeah, that? yeah. Did they have any diseases? Like, yeah, whatever. Like, yeah. it's just too much. Like, just like enjoy people's yeah. like food that they bring you because technically you're kind of like in their house because they're serving exactly. you exactly. So, I, like, once again, respect. Just have more and respect. I mean, I wonder. All day, every day. Empathy you, and respect. Caesar, you've traveled uh, abroad recently mm-hmm. i haven't been overseas in a while but do you think that this is like an american thing I, I mean because i feel like european dining is a lot more family style and things like that people are a lot more gracious that maybe they don't make these um kind of requests i i could be way far off well or like you don't know or i don't know it, like but. the places i went i didn't hear anyone or have anyone like ask for different things i just it was just kind of weird because, like, when people go to a place, they know what they want, you know, because they go to that place mm-hmm. and they're like, oh, I want this, this, and this. And then I didn't hear anyone say. I feel like the specific type. Yeah. I don't want to stereotype here, but I feel <laughs> like the type of person we're all picturing that does this is pretty American. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. My know. dad tells stories. This is a philosophy of, and a culture. My, my dad, you know, my dad's an executive. He goes to corporate, you know, like, function dinners a lot when he's traveling, business dinners. And he says there's always just the type of guy who sends stuff back all the time. Right. Like, yeah, like, you serving people my, my, send my food back? Like um, 60, and he's never done it in his life. And he's like, there's guys that I've known 20 years working with. Every time we go out, there's something wrong with their dish, and they send it back. That's ridiculous. I've never done that once. Right. Yeah, I've, I've never done, done that. Yeah. And this guy is just such an asshole. There's a lot of foodies now, like self-proclaimed, like, food. Yeah, I know everything about that food. That's no, the dumbest yeah. fucking term. Everybody yeah. fucking yeah. likes food. Everybody likes food. Everybody, yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody yeah. Also, like, I'm really into food. That's back the most to interesting love. shit ever. Going back to modern love and Tinder 
it's so funny when people are like, I like food and no drinks. <laughs> I no everyone way. does on my profile of years. on my profile on one of my sites. It literally says, "Get the fuck out of here with your foodie description." Everyone loves food, and multiple girls have gotten mad and like challenged me, like, "Why are you talking about that?" I'm like, because everyone likes food. What? That's the most hipster thing to You're say. General. You like real, food I'm, more than me. I like food so <laughs> much that I'm gonna know more about it than you. Does the that same mean thing. like you are you go to hot dog eating com- competitions or what does that mean? Right? I like food. Like you're a competitive. The eater? thing you need to eat to survive. Oh, you like it a lot. That's cool. Tell me more about that. We all do. We all need it. Boring. Like, yeah. Boring. <laughs> like yeah, be a, you could if you're a good chef. I want to hear about you being a chef. I don't want to hear about your opinions about fucking food. Also, also, also about chef. If it's a skinny chef, I feel a little eerie about their <laughs> about like their recommendation. They don't have a mean drinking. Yeah, habit exactly. Or drug right. habit. Yeah, yeah. They have to have some kind of habit. Like, I, like, sometimes yeah. I do watch cooking shows, and I always look like the super fucking healthy person. I'm like, I don't know, man. You're probably not that good of a chef. Yeah, like give me like if you don't have like a ridiculous vice, uh, you need to be fat for yeah. a chef. And I want to give like, a, I want to give a shout out to the, all the back of the house employees. All the kitchen staff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Those are the true heroes. I get paid too much to do my job, but still fucking tip me 20% every time. That was my next <laughs> yeah. question. <laughs> next question. How much do people really, tip? But really, like the kitchen staff, the back they of the do house, not like, get yeah. paid enough. Mm-hmm. I would gladly pay more for my meal if that went directly into the pockets of back of the house staff. Do you Have you worked at places where they get at least some of the uh, tips? Um, yes, but... That is not, I think in some states it's not legal. This might be a um, stat man thing to look up, but if it's legal or not in Nevada, but um, you're, you shouldn't have to tip. Like I, as a friend of the house server who makes um, tips, shouldn't tip out back of the house employees if they're not directly tipped by the customer. And the reason I think that is a law is because uh, employers would pay their kitchen staff less to because they know they're pulling it out of the um, okay the front of the house employees' pockets and putting in theirs. So uh, yeah, or maybe like is everyone just get paid like a reasonable amount instead of there's like- one restaurant in San Francisco that I like to go to a lot, and on their menu they say all of the meals are the the um, tip is included in the price of the meal. And they give their employees um, health care and a higher salary, hourly salary. And it's pretty awesome. And I worked it out in my head because I was like, whoa, would I be into that if I worked here? Mm-hmm. Would that work out in my favor or not? And it totally would. Like I added it up and kind of did some quick math and it makes sense. And it would be rad to have health care and, yeah, you know, right. 401k if you wanted it. Mm-hmm. But I'm not a life planner like that. So yeah. <laughs> no, but like, hey, this, this went all the way up to the California Ninth, Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals, actually, about um, restaurants cannot force waiters to share tips right. with the uh, back yeah. staff. So and it was up, upheld in 2011 by the California Ninth Circuit. Mm-hmm. Like, like that, that, that's why in Europe, like Europeans don't tip because everyone gets paid like comparable. It's not like. You know, right. like, like no, that here. was such a controversy. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No, yeah. Like, I mean, here. I get paid minimum wage. That's yeah. my hourly. So, and I can obviously yeah. cannot survive on that. Yeah. So, my <laughs> tips are what sustains my life. You're not a teenager in the 80s. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't even think a teenager. Mm. I mean, who could survive on that? That's 
that's no. some sad shit. But especially like, when yeah. you just gotta pay, get paid like higher. You guys, the free market like, is yeah. working fine. Okay, mm. why are we? <laughs> Nothing. No free yeah, market capitalism is healthy, and everything is fine. Corporations okay? will do the right thing, right? Sean? Right, all the time. It, all the, the time. The free market is gonna solve all this. So, anyways, <laughs> let's let's move away from, from tipping <laughs> and yeah. something. What are you? So you've been involved in Holland Project. A lot of you did the Instagrammies, which were amazing. What's something you're really passionate about working or a project or something you have that you're interested in working on right now? Well, right now, I think um, I'm, I'm involved helping out a little bit with uh, the new community radio station, KWNK 97.7 FM. guys. And that's really exciting. And I'm really um, thankful that they pulled me in to help a little bit. Um, because it's kind of been a idea of mine to do a uh, kind of storytelling podcast for um, rural travel through the back roads of Nevada, tying this Perfect. all together. See, nice. Perfect. That's this has been in my brain. Oh, it's cool. been in my brain for a couple years, but I have zero broadcasting, you know, storytelling podcast experience whatsoever. So it's something that's just been kind of stirring around in my brain. I talk a lot about it with I can people. speak from experience and say very little experience or knowledge is necessary. Yeah, we yeah. came in here with zero. <laughs> yeah. we, we don't have much experience uh-huh. still. Still, we um, just have fun. Yeah, and I think, well, the, doing doing the Instagrammies has given me a lot of uh, skill set in um, the world of production and organizing and managing big projects like that and putting all these pieces together and kind of um, creating an aesthetics and a story and a whole encompassing kind of like feel. I just want to thank you guys a lot because like that was like so the coolest much, thing so that much. ever yeah. has yeah, happened. So in much like so much was like you know behind the scenes that no one knows about that you guys did and people don't you know give you guys the right. no I've gotten so I have gotten so much wild. gratitude and I, it feels really good and I am one of those people that shrink away and feel really uncomfortable when people are like. You know, complimenting me. But you did good job. Good job. But it feels it grew, good. But it's like, oh, it you grew know? so big. You guys literally couldn't keep doing it because you guys have jobs. Yeah, I mean, I would. We're we're gonna do something. It just won't be on that scale anymore unless someone tomorrow came up to us and was like, "Here's all this money to put it on." Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, um, you almost have to apply because we just couldn't do both, and we couldn't do both. Like, pay our bills, work full time on our jobs full-time on the Instagrammies and then still keep up with all the other endeavors that we're interested in doing. So it's taken a backseat for now. But and salute still, to Chelsea for your partner yeah. in crime. Yeah. Yeah. We'll have Chelsea her on. Rose. Yeah. On been, uh, you have to. She's a good one. Awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that was a great experience. Gave me a lot of, uh, just a lot of confidence and, um, resources and skill sets that I'm very thankful for. And so moving, into the future i would like to focus on doing at least a pilot for uh this podcast that i've had in my mind for a few years so um i think i'm just going to focus the next six months on kind of getting some technical skills behind me mm-hmm. in broadcasting and things like that and then go from there yeah well um, telephoto's a man for that yeah. you can talk. cool yeah, sure. Yeah, and yeah, I know what I'm doing. Yeah, I know exactly we've, what I'm doing. We've, yeah, we practiced for months. Yeah, we practiced we like even, what two months, three months, or something yeah, like that to kind of like even, we get to, anything like, live. You yeah. know, classes right. and little meetups. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's like it's definitely different. There's a um, podcasting group that has meetups once a month. In sure. Reno. Yeah, so 
I don't know. Do you know yeah. Colin? Uh huh. Uh, Reno Collective. Yeah. 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 So they usually meet there once a month. Cool. And we've gone a few times. Yep. I'll have to get in on that for sure. Yeah. It's just baby steps. I think. You know. I get. I'm really like a dreamer, and I um tend to like have these big ideas and dreams and visions and I like can see it as clear as day as like exactly what I want it to look and feel like and who I could get involved and all these things and then when it comes down to it you're like okay but where do I start and how do I like chip chip into this and get going and then you realize pretty quickly you have to have money you have to have time you have to have all these things that are like not fun to think about (laughs) And not like it's a labor interesting. Of love. It's and a then labor of love. I start getting, you know, thinking like, oh, I just want to go have fun and do whatever. And so, you know, I end up taking on other people's projects and not focusing on my own thing because it seems a little scary. But I'm over that. Can't do it. Um, so I'm going to try and. So yeah, people of Reno listening. Yeah. Help look me. out for uh, Natalie's forthcoming <laughs> keep, just podcast. Just keep me on task. Now I'm telling everyone, like, keep me on task. I've <laughs> talked about this idea long enough to where it's time. I want people to be like, how's that going? And if I, I we say talked I'm not about working it. on it. We talked about it for like two years yeah. before we started. Just yeah. kick, me, kick yeah. me in the ass and just mm-hmm. tell me to get going. So yeah. are you doing anything specific for K-Wink? Um, I'm helping as a program coordinator, but I haven't really been in town um, very much the last month or since it's gone on air. So I'm kind of just helping a little bit with that. But we're we're developing a um, membership program and uh, going out and getting underwriting um, sponsorships from businesses because uh, everyone should know that public radio only exists uh, by the love and support from the community. So memberships to, uh, and underwriting is going to be huge. Salute to Nam Eats because I know yeah. I talked to Ian and he, when I was yeah. talking about K-Wink and he... I know they were doing some underwriting for the totally. station. So. They're rad. And yeah. anyone out there that's mm-hmm. listening, um, you can go to kwnkradio.org and there's um, ways to get involved. The DJ application is back up. Oh, I saw that. Uh, yeah, for they, need, they need so more if shows. If you want to be a DJ, jump on there. And if you want to donate money, please do. And there'll be more to come as far as what our membership program will look like and lots of incentives for that. And... Um, also in my wheelhouse is like throwing events, parties, all that kind of fun, cool stuff. So, um, I'll kind of help focus on those things. We're having a little party on Saturday, the 16th. I don't know when this is going to air. Um, it's going to be, we're going to have some, uh, DJs from K-Wink play just hour long sets. And then it's going to be Coco's Boathouse, which is Pete and Andy's Yacht Rock, uh, DJing. And yeah, my, actually, cheese. Michael Moberly will be there with an ice luge, mm-hmm. and he has a sponsor. <laughs> is sponsored by <laughs> Hypnotic Liqueur. If you guys remember, oh, that's my shit. That's my shit. I'm in. I'm in. Yeah. Sorry, we're that's next, but yeah. Next so that's this, the 16th, right? The 16th, Saturday, the 16th. Um, and it's ten dollars. Ten dollars. All of that goes to K Wink, and we're gonna have some other fun stuff. Where? Where? Le- the loving cup. cup. The loving cup. Yeah. So. Uh, Invite your Tinder dates. You have or Bumble. Or Bumble. You have a uh, radio show on there, don't you? You have your own. Um, show yeah, you I did? put one together just to um, learn the software and do all the thing and all that, and it turned out pretty good. It's just it's just music. It's um, the cool name I came up with. Just, Tom's like, you need a name. It's like, oh shit, that's the word. That's a hard. It's the hardest <laughs> thing to come up with names. Oh yeah, very true. Yeah. And um, so my name is my show name is Stereo Paradiso. 
um, mm. which I thought yes. sounded mm-hmm. pretty cool. It yeah. means nothing. I don't know. I At our so last yeah, together. Yeah. <laughs> last month we had our annual Holland board retreat, and uh, each of us was supposed to make a playlist to share with the the board. And I have to say, Natalie's yours was uh, my favorite. Oh one. yeah, yeah, sweet. I listened to everyone's. That they, they made one. I felt like yours was, cool. although like Una's the only one that probably did that. No, because like Monica did and Una yeah. did. Oh, Una's uh, kitchen. Hers was Una's yeah. kitchen dance mix was pretty yeah. good, and uh, it actually gave us an idea. It gave me an idea for we've had a party mix on our our show the last couple of weeks of like dance songs because I listened to hers. Awesome. But yours was very good. Like it was a bunch nice. of stuff I never heard of. It was, yeah, but it was up my alley, stuff. like kind of mellow. But. Stoner rock, psych rock, uh, weird seventies ballads. I can't really remember everything that was on there, but yeah. And you had a very good name, like Albatross or something. What was the name of it? Oh, the only because that was the first song that I put on there, which was that Fleetwood Mac song, <laughs> Albatross, which is also like, yeah, turns out to be a good name. Sweet. So, Natalie, again, thanks for joining us. We're going to move in. Thank We're going to talk you. about some stuff and. We like you just to jump in and give your opinion on what sure. we're talking about. So to start off, we have local news. And this one hits close to home. And I saw this and it was just on a week full of bad news and news. This made me pissed off early this week. But they're trying to open the Ruby Mountains for drilling uh, for oil companies in eastern Nevada. Yeah, and that pisses me off because it's just like um, they shouldn't do that because that's like one of the only places left that you could like drink the yeah, water. Yeah, in the lower forty eights. Mm-hmm. It's one of the only places where you can actually drink water without filtering it because there's no because of where it is, there's they don't have uh Giardia. They don't there's not like in Rocky Mountains there's places but you have to boil it. But there because they don't have the bacteria because uh, it's so high up and where it is there's they that bacteria is not there. And yeah. They're going to fucking ruin it. It's just so beautiful out there, too. It's like, I don't know if you guys check the pictures on the interwebs, but yeah, it is like a beautiful place. I need to go out there for sure. Yeah. So. So we're probably going to have to get uh, organize a monkey wrench gang. (laughs) Yeah. I'm I mean, are we going to sit around and talk about this shit? No, go and I know. Monkey Wrench Gang. Mike's here listening. I know he's down to. Uh... I'm down to fuck some shit up. <laughs> sure. I've been waiting to front kick something. We need for a, a people's while. revolution. Yes. No, like we talked about. But also, about we're all too week. comfortable. Like, uh, this is what I've been saying is like, we're all too fucking comfortable still. Shit's going to get I don't know. worse yeah. before it gets better. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like what just like, happened to Utah. President I know. Fucked yeah, hard. You know, uh, gave away half their fucking national parks. So yeah, that, that was just something I was like, oh, I was like, all right, Eastern Nevada, like, let's see if you're going to raise hell about this. Are you going to roll over? Yeah. Just like the Planet of the Apes, Caesar is going to bring the revolution. It'll be good. Let's and I'll avenge your death by burning everything to the yes. ground. Yeah. Let's fuck shit up. I got up. your back. Let's fuck shit up. <laughs> the next thing is... Uh, this is a, a more Reno-centric topic, but there's just some controversy, which Natalie, I feel like, is going to school us on, about replacing the lights on the sign downtown that's like the, Reno. It's actually the entire sign. They want to like redo that. That's about to have like maintenance. There's a survey. Um, you guys should put the link up on your yeah, website. There's a survey that everyone can go to telling the city if you want how, what changes you want. Mm-hmm. You can submit your versions. Mm-hmm. So it's got to go, uh, like, it's, it's got to have quick, some like five en- questions. enhancements and, like, preservation stuff. Like, some maintenance has to be done to it. But they're talking about changing, like, the, the um, what do you call it? Like, the stance on the the sides of it from gold yeah, to silver. Yeah, the gold plating. Yeah, the gold plating to silver. And then, like, the red, it's red right now. And they want to change it to blue. And then let the all the words light up and change from red to green to blue. And 
More importantly than the neon or LED thing, um, and I did the survey and there was an extra like at the very end comment section. But the biggest thing for me that I don't want to see changed, and um, I'm really serious about this, it's very important to me, uh, is that I don't want the Whoopi Goldberg plaque. It's the only plaque on the arch, and a lot of people don't know about it. But Whoopi Goldberg has a plaque on the Reno Arch, and that is the number one fucking coolest thing about Reno. (laughs) That's pretty cool. I was like, what's she going to say? She's my girl. Why is there a plaque for Whoopi Goldberg? I don't know or care. What what kind of question is that? Why? Why is she Whoopi Goldberg? I want to know the oranges. I need to know the Obviously, I know, but I feel like I have to ask that, Natalie. Is it because they filmed a... Sister Act. Uh, Sister Act. Yeah, but yeah. it's so much more than that. <laughs> it's so cool, though. That How is, cool is that? No, I, I, they filmed tons of movies in Reno. No one else movies, has a yeah. black. Mm-hmm. No, I was thought you were going to say the font. I like the font on the side. Who knows? You said Whoopi Goldberg plaque. Okay, I didn't even know about this Whoopi Goldberg plaque. See? This is why we had her on. Local expert, Natalie Handler, just schooling us. She says she's not an expert, but she She's like, I don't expect to have any encyclopedia knowledge, then immediately start talking about Like, yeah, it's now, 90 facts, miles facts, east of facts, Fallon. Facts, facts, you take three, like 367, they knew everything about it. So, yeah, thank you. Uh, the last local news. So, yeah. Go oh, about, it, like, it, is, it is from Sister Act, by the way. Sister Act plaque. It's dedicated. It was from the movie back then. That's why it was on there. Put Reno on the map. Oh, little fun fact, though. The Reno Arch was designed in 1926 to promote the Transcontinental Railroad. Whoa. Little fun fact for you there. Another fun thanks, fact thanks, while we're is uh, Sparks became a city because they needed a stop on the Transcontinental Railroad to uh, refill. And that's how that's why Sparks the Railroad City, railroaders and everything. Yeah. Transcontinental mm. Railroad, really. Well, that, that huge Reno up. fucking yeah. socialist government project sure did help out <laughs> Reno. Help us Many that. thousands of cities, basically across the whole, yeah. across the whole country. But mm-hmm. that's just me poking fun at libertarians. Uh, the next thing <laughs> is we have the coffee champs. Is is this weekend? Is that was that this weekend? Yes, the convention this weekend. This coffee convention in town in Reno. The which hub. I gave no fucks about because I don't drink coffee. But well, like, uh, no, it this. was it was wild because the hub is like the official sponsor of it, and they had the latte throwdown and sixty four people join the latte throwdown and only like 10 people were from reno which means like wow, that's really cool yeah which means a lot of people from out of town came was in that was that hub yesterday that was at the hub yeah i saw a video there was dude there was so, so many what was many like people. The, explain this what was like the criteria of this competition so like, like your design or just good coffee so like or? what a latte throwdown is is you know like the latte art yeah, yeah. Where they pour okay the milk you know yeah, yeah so there's a competition and it's like <laughs> bracket system I'm sorry you know like it's like a bracket what sean <laughs> yeah <laughs> Whenever I hear, start hearing art competition yeah. and then coffee, <laughs> am I the only one? What are you thinking about? What <laughs> do you think about? Tell me the word. Tell me the word. I know you want to say it. Just say it. It's pretty hipster <laughs> shit. Yes. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but yeah. Like art, I get uh, like, any type mm. of art competition. I'm like, how is an art Give competition? the demographics of the people that were competing. Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah. There we go. Or that tells a lot. Uh, no, no, no. Were the, was everyone about to from, get banned. Is everyone from San Francisco, Portland, and Seattle? Uh, I don't know, but there was like, uh, I don't know exactly like from all the cities that were in there, but I just thought it was awesome because like all those different baristas came to town and they were at the hub and like the hub has their coffee spot and they have the tea spot next to it and it was so full 
that they needed to put a coffee, like a espresso machine, in the tea side, mm-hmm. and they had two different sides, like. Dude, like there were so many people. How many like, people had like coffee stained teeth and lips? That's my favorite. Probably thing. everybody. Uh, yeah, <laughs> like without a doubt. But it was just like awesome, just because like it's it's great for Reno in general. Yeah. No, I, like Reno's getting like real crafty with coffee. Like we have. So yeah, much, I can like, see awesome this blooming shops. into like a. You know, they have the rib cook off the and chili cook off. Maybe they'll have the latte. What is it? Latte throwdown. Latte throwdown. Yeah. The Rito latte is the throwdown. new chili. Well, yeah, because. The chili cook-off and wing and fast and all that shit. Like, I'd rather go drink coffee and yeah. But it was like I, I was just happy like so many people from out of town were there to kind of like see it because our city's fucking awesome. Like I always tell all my friends that come mm-hmm. in the town and like, and when they come and experience it with like a local person, they're like, dude, this place yeah, is like, fucking awesome. Yeah. Uh, Hunter yeah. Pence on the Giants baseball player when he was playing for the. Uh, he was in AAA, like rehabbing. They like went to Hub on the river. They went to all these local places and shouted them out because like his uh, fiance has like a vlog, mm-hmm. so it was a huge deal. Like uh, they went to Hub, they went to Loving Cup, they went to public, like all these different local businesses and shouted them out. It, like and they talked about how like Reno's by far their favorite place yeah. that he played. Yeah, then like Reno's always like it's like a hidden gem all the time. Mm-hmm. We're kind of behind on some stuff all the time, but at the same time, like it's just. Like, uh, it's just awesome here. I think the coolest thing about Reno, yeah, the coolest thing about Reno is that it's a perfect mix of highbrow and lowbrow. You have it all, you know, not a lot of places have it. (laughs) Yeah. Like, I like the fact we don't need everything to be shiny and new. We've got a lot of, I like, I like the pawn shops downtown. Like, I feel, I feel like it'd be a sad day when they get rid of all the pawn shops and those little trinket stores (laughs) downtown. It's coming though, but. Gentrification you know. mm-hmm. at its finest. Huh. Well, next topic we're we're getting back to something we haven't done in a little bit. It's, uh, this week in racism. Uh, Ooh, Sean, this is Sean, a you want to lay it down. This week in racism. Three, uh, what so it, it's been like I hadn't been going out for a while. I've been busy, and I was like, someone was like, when was the last time someone thought you were Jabal? And I was like, it's been a long <laughs> oh, time. And literally the next <laughs> night it happened, and it's happened three times. And so last explain this for explain what's. So it's ongoing. Salute to my man Jamal Tarkington, mm-hmm, local mm-hmm. DJ, musician, been around forever. Going back to like Kaiser Soza, the Mud Sharks. He's part of Who Cares. Lots of local different and he, although he's ten years my senior, several inches shorter than me and smaller than me. <laughs> and does not have dreadlocks. We I get mistaken for or a gigantic beard. I get mistaken for him all the time. So I was telling my friend how this happens, right? Explaining it. And literally 20 minutes later, she introduced me to her friend. And he's like, dude, you guys killed it last week. And I was like, oh, we had played a show. <laughs> Kevin and I, we had played a show seven out at Shays the week before. And I was thinking he was talking about that. And he was like, no, like at the pepper mill. And I was like, oh, that wasn't me, bro. That was Jamal. He's like, oh, you're not Jamal? No. Oh, and then they start arguing with you. Yeah. He didn't argue, though. Like, he was some like, people do. But that, a lot right? of people do. I just How like, embarrassing for that person. Yeah. No, I feel like I'm more embarrassed. No, good no, thing. I'm they, not there because every time I see it, I say you're a fucking racist and they look at me. Because <laughs> I'm like, no, they're like, yes, they're both black, but they they look different. You know? Like, yeah. I've told it to people and they've walked out of the bar because I embarrassed them so bad. I'm like, no, they're not the same fucking person. <laughs> so check out for the fat, for past instances, you can go to a hashtag Caesar Love racism on facebook is it cza yeah. no just caesar normal C- caesar all right 
Latino Caesar. Caesar loves racism yeah. on Facebook. Latino Caesar. And there's tons no of stories of this happening mm-hmm. to me before. But so time. that night I posted because I was like, this hasn't happened in a while. I posted about it. Then uh, a couple days later, where was I for that one? I can't remember where I was. But some guy thought I was Jamal. I can't remember. It was somewhere downtown, but I wasn't at a bar. I can't remember. It must have been a function or something. And I was like, sorry, man. Like, you know, that's not me, but it's happened. He, he, like, he apologized. But Friday, and then it happened again on Friday night. I went to uh, Cargo to see the Eli or Grouch Stole Christmas with Dell. And after the show, like, I'm just sitting there, like, waiting for Brad and Johnny to go into the bathroom. And this guy walks up to me and he's like, he, like, looks at me and points at me. He's like, hey. And, like, gives me a hug. And, like, some dude gave me a hug earlier, randomly. Yeah. So I was like, all right. But, it's hard to say. <laughs> like, okay, maybe he's just happy. Because yeah. <laughs> it's like, probably a good, good, good show. It's yeah. funny because they're trying to be like, cool. Oh, like, Jamal, right? Yeah. Like, I uh, used to play with the mud sharks. So I was like, no. And he's like, no. You it, should get people to buy you drinks and shit. You need to get some. Yeah. There no, needs to be an angle that you work. I get super awkward in... Yeah. You know, when this happens, because people are always arguing with me. So then I'm like, I don't know what to do at that point. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, I already told you I wasn't this dude, you know? And this guy was like, oh, not Jamal then. Like, but like, you know, you played, like, you were with Who Cares? So he kept. He <laughs> played, like, you're the other black guy. Not yeah. Jamal, but. Yeah, he's yeah, like, he my name wrong. Yeah, and I was yeah. still the dude. And I was like, no, that dude is Jamal, and I'm not Jamal. <laughs> So it's just when it happens, it always happens. And the la- like it happened the time before it happened was uh, in the winter time last year. And we were I was at uh, fucking um, picnic and this dude came up to me and was like, hey, like puts a phone up to my ear. It was like, hey, I got Questlove here, dude. Like talk to Questlove. This guy looks uh-huh, just yeah. like Questlove. And I fucking went off Whoa. on the dude. I was like, oh, so like, oh, I look like Questlove. Why do I? How do I look like Questlove, bro? We don't even have. I, and I put him on blast, and it felt super good. But that's like the only time I've been prepared because I was completely sober, and was like tired and about to go home. And I put him on blast. I want to put him on blast more, but usually I'm just like awkward and confused because I like don't I know how back. to respond. I put him on blast. Yeah, and then Caesar's there to put him on blast. So I'm just like, I don't know. I'm not that guy. Like, and then they argue with me or start, you know. Instead of just being like, my bad, I'm sorry. You know, they'll be, they'll be like, that's kind of racist. Huh? No, they'll be like, no, I saw you yesterday yeah. or like last week. Sometimes like, they argue. The, the worst time ever was at Picnic and this dude started arguing. thought I was Jamal because Jamal had DJed at an art gallery the night before. I'd seen him there and gone. And this other guy's like, no, 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 that's not that guy. He's the dude from uh, Kaiser Sosa. Like, I seen you play your band. Like, blah, blah, blah. I was like, same dude. And I'm not him. And then the two of them were arguing, and I just walked away. So, yeah, that's that, that three times in the last two weeks. White man's got to be right. Yeah, stop being racist. Fuckers. Yeah, I just, I just walk, I just want to walk away. Like, I feel like that speaks volumes. This week in racism in Reno. Yeah. Yep. Right, next one. We, we have to leave the city. Yeah. Cool. What's the next What's one? What's up next? Um, oh, let's go. We're going to go to the. Um, some world news, or some U.S. news, politics news here. Political um, news. We're uh, going, I think this is like a new topic. It's been on last week. It's like creepy dudes raping people, basically. Yeah. Again, and just a complete double standard between Democrats and Republicans. And the Democrats have now fucked themselves again for people stepping down. and Like, they're the nice guy. like Democrats are the nice guy, the nice guy syndrome. You know, they do everything right, and they want to be, like, proper. And then they step down, and now 
they're going to lose two seats, basically, in voting. And Roar Moore is still being supported by fucking the entire RNC, yeah. being supported. And so anyone for those that who dis- don't, does in- for those who don't know, no background. Yeah, Roy Moore, running for Senate in Alabama, has been accused of uh, sexual relations with underage girls. Over ten have come forward claiming that when they were younger, like he was banned from a local mall. He. Uh, there's also, I mean, there's yeah. very strong allegations that this a lot is of true. Facts. Yes, it's and, fucking true. Yeah, and <laughs> yeah. So, but the people of Alabama don't give a fuck, and he's still running. Has refused to drop out of the race, and the the election is actually this coming Tuesday, I think. And yeah, and then the Democrats they do Al Franken, you know, Al Franken a Democrat, down, um, the other resigned. Just like Michigan. that man said, if there's a R for Republican behind your name, apparently you why, can do whatever. Why, yeah. why are we talking about um, political parties with uh, sexual assault though? Right. Okay. Like what's it's um, this is such an epidemic and it's been going on. Okay, so for it's basically John Corner. John Corners. He's the Republican. <laughs> he stepped down in Michigan, which is good. I'm actually for like I was being trying to this conversation earlier. I do like what the Democrats are doing, and they're taking like the zero tolerance stance to it. But then John Corner steps down, and now the Republican government or governor is postponing the election until the end to of 2018. So now we're just going to be down a seat, basically. In the House, and it's like the Democrats always do the right thing and play right, and we're just they just get fucked over, basically. Like, yeah, like Democrat I mean, or the Republicans. That's why we're talking right about. Thing, we like Roy Moore should drop out of the race. Right, Al Franken should step down. I get that. At least people should step down. It's like the same people who called for Al Franken to step down are also supporting. Well, if you're leaving them to their own devices, which obviously they shouldn't be left to at all, they're not going to do the right thing. Right. You know. I guess it is too much to ask of our public servants to do the right thing. I think it is right that they are. The system in general is set up. That's set up is really fucked. Like I was reading Mm. or listening to. The story is something about interns, um, political interns that were coming forward and the whole process for them to even make an allegation is they have mm. to sign a non-disclosure rule that they can never go public. And then they have like 90 days of sitting face to face with the person who victimized them. And we'll have to Jesus. look. You guys should read it. I'll send you the link or whatever. I can't remember all of it. I was kind of. Half. No, you right. like, shouldn't like, be focused on the people's the careers. The whole setup like, of like, how these things issue. are, you know, yeah. brought into light and then dealt with is so not closed off all. and non-transparent. Mm. And there's a whole committee that's trying to change all those rules right now. Right, um, there's a bill, yeah, trying to be passed, but yeah, yeah, it's crazy. It's just like, but like complete... three months in front of your accuser, like yeah, dude, that's uh yeah. yeah, it's it's another a whole another assault. Mm-hmm. It's an it's mm-hmm. a assault on top of an assault. That's a lot of mind. And, and, and then like, people wonder fuck. why why would you come Not why come wouldn't forward. you come forward or why would you wait so long? Especially when well, right? because it's there's a no fucking fourteen year old girl where right. I'm not gonna be asked what I was wearing, what I was drinking, what I was doing. You, you're asking all the questions of the victim rather than the assailant. Victim blaming. You know? And it's like... That's true. It's just... Well, in like the Roy Moore case, these girls were like 14, 15 when it happened to them. Right. And this guy was a fucking sitting judge. Mm-hmm. Like, you yeah, know... Yeah, it's, pow- it's abuse of power. Right. It's... Mm-hmm. And you're completely right. We shouldn't be focused on these people's careers. It's You know, the victims are definitely 
more impacted, but it's just a huge gaping double standard between because no one knows what to do because it hasn't been dealt with in Mm -hmm. a um, proper way in so long, and so many people are involved in these cover ups and all these kind of things. Never has it been. This is a new. This is new territory. In a way of like just bringing, just talking about it. It's so um, hidden. But it's been an epidemic. Well, I mean, like and it's people, been, so many people have been affected by it, but no one ever we've grown up with, it. we found out later, like much later, you know, guys we were friends with in college or whatever, fucking raped girls. Yeah, yeah. I mean, everyone knows someone that is on either side of this because it's right. so. Mm-hmm. And you hear it's so you, common, even now, like really, I'll truly. mention people around town, and people will tell me like, "Oh, that guy's fucking." sexual assaulter like multiple guys you know have that reputation mm-hmm. around town yeah there's they... a lot of problems on a whole different level at levels um not just assault because assault basically is rape but there's also just harassment where maybe it wasn't you know full-on rape but just harassment at the level of harassment is um part of our culture in a way you know there's so many things that there's we raise children both genders we had to have a, at to my not school, know what is right how to be these, assertive right. how to these boys started not, slap ass friday people, at my school you know? to go around slapping girls in the ass yeah. so and we had to get all these boys like around such a clear cut like when you think about what consent is it's so basic like it's not a hard lesson to learn but we don't teach that and we don't well they do now i think uh washington yeah, county school is, district nice. just started or maybe this is just my friend that teaches it at my school but they do like a whole thing on consent. And I, I'd be so it's interested awesome. to see what that looks like, see how they teach it and what they say and how clear cut it is. And Real But true. there's that tea. Have you seen that little tea? Uh, it's like a animated tea oh, pot okay. kind of yeah, yeah, consent yeah. video. And that like is perfect. Yeah. It explains it. It's great. You know, they need, yeah, for also like older Like guys making as well. someone a cup of tea. And have you seen that? <laughs> Like, Everyone watching. Like, no, I, uh, I haven't. I haven't seen it. Like, no, I know. I, don't want yeah, <laughs> I know. I know. No means no, and yes means yes. Like it's easy, you know. Like right. Also, well, now it, it used to be no means no, but now it's also yes means yes. Like you have just check in with people. Ask is this you know? And if right. they say yes, then it means yes. Some some people are women. A lot of women feel like they want to be agreeable. So they do things that they don't necessarily want to do, but they're trying to be agreeable or they're threatened and they're scared that the response, if they say no, would be um, either met with violence or, um, you know, emotional abuse, verbal abuse, whatever. So they go along with things because no one's asking them this, clear this starts, questions this starts in like of consent. Grade. We deal with this all the time at my school. We have to be like, hey, man, you can't lick her on the face. I know you thought it was funny. Yeah, and but some of that here, stuff. Like, that's, you're like, you have to have personal brown boundaries, right. you know? Right. Like, there was a kid charged with uh, assault last year for like pinning this girl down and groping her, and she didn't want to come forward and tell anyone because she was so embarrassed. And, right. You know, I was like, well, I'm like a mandatory reporter, you know, like mm-hmm. walked her through it. Yeah, but sure. I've had, you know, I coach girls volleyball. I've had, I've had boys in the stands like threaten to rape. The girls, God. like, talking shit to them, like, when, you know, these are 14-year-olds. Yeah, it, it needs to be taught. And it is, it is it's not about sex, really. It's, it's about 
it's and it should be called sexual assault. It should be called intimate assault because it's an assault um, through use of power, humiliation, you know, all these other things. It's not about sex. Sex is enjoyable. People can have, you know, like sex right. is a good thing. So don't muddy up sex with the assault part. It should be intimate assault because it's not just it affects the victim on such a deep level, you know, not just their sexual parts, but their soul. Right. And, and you know, the girls are starting to feel they're dealing with that at 12 and it's going on from there, you know, getting dicks like. I never thought I would be talking to my students about dick pics, but it's definitely something like we have to deal with at the school. Kids sitting nudes or sitting boys sitting girls dick pics on snap. Then like they said, it's just fuck. It's ridiculous. It's fucking out of control. You middle school boys, when Skynet takes over, it's gonna be all over the internet. You guys better watch out. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna be grown ass men, and your middle school dick pics gonna be out. I mean, there. yeah. <laughs> I tell my nephew all the time. I'm like. Social media is the way of life. I love Instagram. I'm all about it, but always think about what you're posting because it's out there. What, it's like you're releasing, you're releasing yeah. this yeah. into the world, into and the you universe, can never have it back. It's, it's in a memory there. bank somewhere. Yeah. Like it's, it's always going to be out there now. Especially like. for like, so at least teenagers. take a tasteful nude. You know. Like, make sure the lighting is right and stuff. De la photo and then boudoir. That the person, me. the person you're giving it to wants it. Right. Yeah. Ask first. Yeah. yeah. No, no well, middle school like, either. Like, like, no, no. Like, can we tell thirteen-year-old boys, "Hey, bro, dick pics are never going to be ever no, going to be the way no. to go." That's just no. That's wait. not. That's not how you woo if her. You're, if you're, you don't woo her. If with you're a dick holding, pic. if you're holding a fucking phone and your fucking dick at the same time, you're already fucked up. You've already lost. Especially when your phone's bigger than your dick. <laughs> <laughs> you're taking an L all day. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> we have we have too many sexual taboos and all this stuff. Like our culture is so America's fucked up repulsed. with sex. Like too fucking, oh. people too prude, people don't want to be, prude, be fuck boy America like sells, in tune with yeah. their sexuality. So it hides in shame and guilt. It's but then it's standard. plastered in our face we, all uh, over TV that, and yeah, movies exactly. and everything. In my class, we just finished our unit on uh, gender and sexism, and we watched this documentary that talks about how they use sex to sell everything, even to kids. Mm-hmm. But then you're not allowed to talk about it yeah. or anything at all, or do it, or like, yeah, it's there's it's lots weird. of mixed messages for sure. So we're yeah. not doing a good job. But I'm really excited for this new generation because I think um, everyone's becoming a lot more open sexually. So if it can be positive and in line with consent, I mean, be as kinky as you want. <laughs> Have your fantasies. There's really a lot of valuable experience that come out of having an erotic healthy life but you know we have to teach our kids in the next generation that no we shouldn't actually we won't teach them they're going to teach us apparently but um i think once all those things are a little bit more open and healthy then there'll be a lot less problems of using um power over sex and things like that yeah some of these fetishes very good point kind of fucked up when you think about the like the power dynamic involved, but if it's consensual, I don't get, I don't care right. how freaky it is or how weird it is. It might not be for me, but if it gets someone else off and there's people, everyone's in line with consent, go for it. Good for you. <laughs> Good you for go. you. Follow your heart Why as not? long as there's consent. Up in the mix you of know? sex positive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you should be. 
I move on to the next one. Yeah. Oh, oh. Damn it. This is going to fucking. Yeah, this is. I don't even know if I want What's to talk this about one? it. But the. the Cop guy. in Arizona. The fucking shot that guy with the AK. With the, with the fucking. <laughs> not, not AK. The fucking a- AR 15. Like Mike's getting up at least. Yeah, yeah. He's just like, ah. Oh, oh, that great. Endless. Go get more sauce. I. I. Like, I, 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 I'm going to admit. This is the first video I haven't watched. I couldn't fucking watch it. I don't. Yeah. I, I stopped when he started crying and begging for his life. I, I read the article and I was like, I'm video. not watching this yeah. video. Mm. It took me like two days to like Damn. work up to watch it. It's and I've seen, you know, like I've watched fucking crazy ass shit on the internet. You know, I've Kay. watched fucking beheaded. And I, I didn't want to see another fucking American citizen crying, begging for his life, yeah. shot by a fucking cop for no reason. Yeah. This guy was like not a threat at all. Horrible. Like, and what's he, happening with the cop? I didn't. Uh, he, he got off. He got acquitted. What? He was acqu- he was acquitted. Yeah, and then the judge released the body cam after footage. The, after the trial was over, and this cop got off, they released the body cam footage, and the body cam footage shows this guy on his knees, hands behind his head, doing everything yeah. the cops are telling him. There's more than one cop there. This cop has a fucking AR-15. It's power the guy's trip. Crying. Complete power trip. The guy was just. That's what it was. The guy was just in, completely innocent. Like he had like pellet guns and like a bunch of equipment because he was like a pest control person in this hotel, staying there. People saw him in his room, called the cops. They come out with AR-15s. He's sitting there crying, begging, like, "Please don't shoot me! Please don't shoot me!" Reaches to pull up his pants, and the cop shoots him fucking him. five times. Mm-hmm. And the cop was let off because they're like, you know, it's in the heat of the moment. You don't know what's going through his head. I know it's going. I don't through even his head. know like, what to say anymore. All that trend, this shit. Like it's the like, cops were creating watched, that tension. How you That's watched amazing. this yeah. video and thought that the cop didn't do anything wrong? You should be fucking killed. It's like they're trying to say the heat of the moment and the, the tension, but the cops are there they're screaming creating at the guy, the creating the tension. Yeah, and also he's like, like he's they're like, supposedly, supposedly, my yeah. air quotes, like they're at, they're training to handle right, that right, tension. and deep. To de-escalate yeah, everything. Has there been any investigations or or exposés or whatever you want to call them on watching police get trained? Because there's yeah. this is oh, the disconnect. No like, they right. don't know what they're doing. This yeah. is clearly the, UK the police does, force does not UK know what they're doing. Really good at this. They don't. The cop, they don't carry guns over there, and they're taught. So someone needs to come like, in and retrain right? all of the police so that they're <laughs> not they. They can't handle themselves. Because it, the and you don't need to kill someone. You the can, perfect example I mean, is at my school, so we have, like, it's a rough school. School police are there a lot. You, I see, I will see 14-year-old boys be like, fuck you, you fucking bitch. Like, two big-ass fucking cops. And the cop de-escalates the situation without screaming or yelling. Yeah. And this guy's crying, complying at everything fucking he's doing. Day. Like, please, I like, see it every day. I see police, like the school police do a great job of handling these troubled kids who are disruptive, who are violent, who are out of control, literally. This other day, this kid's kicking trash cans Their hormones are raging. And the cop is the calm, like laughs and totally de-escalates the situation. Mm -hmm. Why aren't actual cops who are in life and death situations trained in doing this type of thing? Like, I understand, like, your life is there on the line, but you obviously, you know, you you need to, like, res- like respect life like as well. Like, like movie was, cliche. But that is what you're getting you paid hear- to do. Your life is going to be on the line. You're getting paid to put yourself in there. It's not, you're not caught off guard. This is but your like, job. You know what How you're doing. often you know? does someone you know you're going in that situation pull out a gun and start shooting cops? I feel yeah, like it's a movie cliche. And you're in a fucking cliche. bulletproof vest. 
Like you have all the you have all the resources. This isn't a to movie. What you got, this dude's got multiple AR-15s. He's about to go out in a blaze of glory when he's crying. You thought he was gonna he his he was gonna trick. He's this masterful actor who's sitting there sobbing like a fucking baby, crying for his life, and then he's gonna pull a gun out and shoot you. That's yeah. really what was going through your head in that situation. Right, it's like it seemed like that cop was looking for a reason to shoot. Oh, and like on the side created, of his like gun, it's a power trip. He was on power the side of his time. gun. He had etched on the side you're of his fucked. gun. Yeah. You're fucked. Damn. Like this guy was just looking and for I'm a reason. Like, this guy's an arbiter of justice. This guy's a level. I feel like working in bars, I, I get, I know the psychology of people pretty well just by looking at them and few, few like weird, you know, interactions, short interactions, whatever. And you can tell the type of person that that is that will is ready to fly off the handle, is looking for that kind of right interaction and mm-hmm. feel like boost their. They probably yeah, just need some more know? sex in their life. Like, they should be more open about their sexual <laughs> pursuits. Yeah, but it's, it's like, repressed, you're, it's like you're, all we're repressed breeding, rage. We're breeding and, these people yeah. that are like in putting them in these positions mm-hmm. of power that they're they'll do anything with. They're not honorable. They're not doing their job properly. They're not protecting and serving. Which is yeah, that's right. they're supposed to do. Yeah. How, what are we out on time? We're at like a buck twenty. An hour and twenty minutes already. Mm-hmm. All right, it's been a good, good podcast. We have yeah. to save some of these topics for next week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we're gonna yeah. move on then to the rapid fire questions for Natalie. Ugh. Brat, brat, yeah. brat. Be prepared. They're nothing. It's nothing too crazy. Yeah. Nothing too crazy. Okay, let's hear. So the first question: What is your favorite alcoholic drink as a bartender? Uh, whiskey. Any yeah. specific brand? Mm, not really. Black Velvet. Black, Black Velvet. <laughs> Neat. Like not classic. Other, That's a classic. Oh, That's yeah. a classic. <laughs> Um, I don't know. I don't really have a favorite. But neat, not on the rocks. Uh, some yeah, rock. I like rocks too. Either or. Okay. Yeah. Depends on the whiskey, right? Mm-hmm. Sure. All right. Sure. And sure. this one's probably a Nevada velvet on the rocks. Probably the that... mood. Probably the mood. <laughs> <laughs> Should we ask about her date now? To just... <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> uh, since we're, we're talking about Nevada, do you like mountains more or do you like the desert more? Uh, what? That's that question doesn't make sense. Like, mountains you, are in the desert. Yes, but forest. But like, you mean you're not in the mountains usually when you're in the de- like. Yeah, yeah. Would you rather be there, down do you know in the that desert? There's, do you know <laughs> that there's 300 over 300 mountain ranges in Nevada? I do, I do know that because that's like a random wow. fact I teach I my thought, students. I thought you didn't history. know anything. I don't. I just know that one thing. All right, all right. I, I make them learn. They have to memorize so, the top five. In the fact, biggest five. The, des- the mountains are the desert, and the desert are the mountains. <laughs> So I knew she would come up with some way not to answer this. I don't know. Well, I don't. I don't know what. See, I would say is. I prefer the mountains. Do I like to be high or do I like to be low? Am I a lowlander or a highlander? There you go. go. Ooh, it takes on another connotation. Yeah, answer here. your own Depends question. Depends on the day of the week. Uh, okay. <laughs> on a Tuesday. <laughs> on a Tuesday. Low. 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 So that's probably uh, black velvet. Neat. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. See? I got you, baby. I got you're you. You're like a gypsy. Mm-hmm. All right. What is your favorite place if you're going to have a drink in Reno to go to? You're going to um, go nice, quiet evening, have a drink with a friend or something you haven't seen in a while to catch up. Okay. If I want to go somewhere off the beaten path and not run into every single homie, because that's public house, we all know. <laughs> Salute to you guys. I would when say, we get sponsored, I would say Monday night, <laughs> Mama Caselli's Halfway Club on 4th Street. Ooh. Ooh. That's good because the right. food is awesome. Yeah. Mm. Mama Caselli's. The lasagna is I've never done. eaten there. Yeah. 
You haven't? No. Let's take a Dude. fucking field oh. trip. The lasagna. Let's go tonight. Lasagna. Let's go today. Straight fuego. Like, yeah, it's good. You will. I do love oh it. I love oh. Italian The best food. part of that lasagna is the skin, which inspired me um, to come up with this restaurant concept called Skins. It's a sports bar and potato skin lounge. <laughs> I don't let me get any money Natalie because I'm going to be your investor on these ideas so. <laughs> <laughs> I won't I won't tell all the secrets about skins sports bar and potato skin lounge you guys will just have to wait till it opens coming yeah, 2020 yeah. all kinds of skins you better watch out <laughs> yeah I think yeah Caesar probably thought of something different <laughs> no no because I also have uh, some uh Bar slash uh, club ideas, which will probably yeah. be for another podcast. Cool. <laughs> Next Have question: Dogs or cats? Dogs. <laughs> Correct answer. Ba, 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 ba. <laughs> <laughs> We're just some of them we ask, waiting for people to say the wrong thing so we can <laughs> make fun yeah, of them. Like but yeah, dogs definitely. This one favorite book. I know you're a reader. Or like, what's the best book you've read recently? Oh, favorite book um, is Geek Love. Which I haven't read in years, and Geek I need to love. read it again. Geek Love. Okay. It's about a family of um, circus freaks, a husband and wife. They fall in love. They get married, and they want to have their own um, circus family. So they um, get pregnant, and they decide they want to have a bunch of freaks. Like, they want to born born breed. freaks. Yeah. Breed. Breed freaks. <laughs> I want to say born. I'm going to go Birth. born. All right, we can <laughs> do that. Boarded. <laughs> so they so they give the woman while she's pregnant um, a bunch of crazy drugs and like chemicals the and they make her huff chemicals and stuff like that. So she her children are all born as freaks. And um, it's super awesome. Like a hairy oh. lady. And like there's Aqua Boy and a pair of Siamese twins. And then it, this, this actual story is told from the eldest child who is a midget albino um yeah how old were great. you when you read this book uh probably like 27 okay mm-hmm. and have you read it more than once i i've only read it once and then i gave it away but i think about it all the time it's a really good book nice the nice. last book i read was um that I finished reading. <laughs> <laughs> I've got three half-read books on my case right I now. don't know. I'm so bad. Here's a question we ask uh, ask everyone else. Uh, best burger in Reno? Beefies. Beefies. Nice. Mm. Okay. 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 All right. That, like, we will accept that. Yeah. 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 It was the original Landrum's, one. that cafe that it's in. That was like... Look at this. Knowledge. <laughs> that was the... I think you're stat lady. Number two, yeah. right? <laughs> <laughs> that was the late night spot back when my parents were like going out dancing all night long they everyone would go to landrums and it was just that in same that same size. spot yeah wow countertop seven seven seats do you have a favorite mm. burger from beefies i just go for the cheeseburger there's everything there's really good it looks really good but i just want like straight up uh, classic just some classic nice, mm-hmm. nice. they're they're i love their shakes yeah their they shakes. have a great beer selection they do have a really yes. good beer like selection. I used to own this Seven Eleven that was known to have the best beer selection in Reno. I think it was actually like in Sparks, but like over in the Sparks Reno border. What's his name? Phil. I don't know. Salute to Beefies. I, I guess that's yeah. Like, yeah. We decided last week that it was Royce. Royce, but Beefies does have good burgers. That's an acceptable answer, mm-hmm. as long as you didn't come in here and say In and Out. That that's or awful, no. awful, or awful, yeah. awful. No. No. Yeah. Good job. No nostalgia in here. We're going for facts. Mm-hmm. 
So, I mean, I guess we're, we're pretty long. Probably wrap it up. There was one. I th- feel like we should give a shout out and salute to the Wolfpack men's basketball team. They were ranked 22nd in the nation this week, although they awesome. lost both both games this week. Very close games. They lost both of them. But uh, salute to them, Eric Musselman. They're having a great season, and we're going to the game next week. Uh, so I'm excited. Want to come next Sunday? We can got, we take a field trip? Tickets. Okay, nice. We, who can we talk to to podcast live from a basketball game? Yeah, I don't know. That's above my pay scale. See if mm. I can go in the boys' locker room and do a. There we go. Do a quick oh, interview. That'll get us in right away. Snap right? some towels. Oh, you know? snap. <laughs> Start grabbing fucking, be like a uh, fucking, fucking Captain Little Hands and start grabbing shit. Yeah, I'm just snapping towels mm-hmm. consensually. Consensually. Hey, is this cool? Yes. Yeah. Got him. All right. Harder. We, gotta, right. Harder. we do have to circle back around to this modern romance discussion before we go. Oh, yeah. God. <laughs> why, Kevin, hey, why Sean, is that your, your reaction? I'm, ex- Sean. I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm excited. What's the question? I don't know. You're, do you Take on modern question? romance. Do I feel like there's. De- I feel like we're definitely in a stage of adult dating. That I was like, it's what different dating someone when you're 35 than when you're 25. How so? Uh, it's what if just, you're a 35 da- 35 year old dating a 25 year old? That's me right there. Yeah, that was like Caesar, <laughs> and like, but I have an ex that was like 26. You just have to be more upfront about things. I feel like you're just more you're more realistic more and mature, more mature and direct about things. Assertive. We were talking to Kevin like you have to be more upfront with your intentions mm-hmm. and yeah, be true. Less fuckery, communicate less that effectively. Mind games. Don't, it's just yeah, way less. I feel like there's a lot less stress. Being creative, also, like mm-hmm. don't be boring and do have the same routine. Opening routine. cliche. Your lines. game, yeah. yeah. Like launch, De- develop launch, your game. Develop yeah, like game. launch flirting <laughs> program one four five. Like sometimes you do this, Kevin. Like hey, start interviewing hey, the girl I'm or something. Oh, I'm, I'm yeah. terrible yeah. at doing that. No, yeah. I do that all the time. Start interviewing. Yeah, like, no. you know, yeah. I'm bad at doing that. But the girl I am hanging yeah, out with, yourself. though, I did meet at a show in Ta- like I met her at like a show. Yeah, nice. we've been hanging not, out. Not the internet. Not the internet. That's good. No, we met at the show and then uh, matched on Bumble like Ooh. the next day or day. So two that's kind of like two uh, two marks, you know? Be mm-hmm. Like, oh, yeah. you're good in person and you're good on the. Because I was super lost in the sauce at the show. <laughs> Understandable. Super Understandable. <laughs> and I was like, I mean, it was super bad. And I I was like going to get water and all like f- like not in the right state of mind. And she like came up to me and I was like, hey. You were that bad you were going to try and drink with some water? I was getting water. <laughs> no, but because as an adult, you know that level. You're just yeah, like, I need all right, I need to like. Uh, like I got like I got up to go. Thing. I was like, I'm going to get another brand of drinks. You want what one? And I like, got up to go. And as I was walking over there, it became clear she that. like, yeah, boy, you look hydrated. <laughs> <laughs> Always drink H2O. But yeah, it became clear that I did not need a drink as I got up and walked to the bar. So instead, I went. I was like, I need some water, and I needed to sit down, and then ran into her. And I was like, Hey, and like, (laughs) like it was super awkward interaction. Like I like met her once before, and I was like, Hey, you know? And she's like, Do you remember me? And I was like, Yes, yes, I do. But I'm. I was like, I gotta go. I'm go. I gotta go get a drink of water. Like I have to go to the bathroom super bad. Hydrate first. Very important. (laughs) Yeah. It was like. Dash and go, nice. but nice. she told me later like there's a bunch of girls walking by me, 
And she thought I was with those girls, and that's why I was in such a rush. Oh, you thought you had a heap of hoes? Yeah. And I was like, I have no idea. I was like, I have no idea what you're talking about. Heap of hoes, herd of heifers. There's a bunch of things. Damn. Yeah. That boy's got something special. I had no idea what was going on. No idea what was going on. Jamal from <laughs> Jamal from Just Kaiser Soza laying it down. Yeah. That's a beautiful uh, mistake. My tip, like, hey, my tip is like sometimes you should say less. Yeah. Like to yeah, stop talking. Less. Stop talking That's so serious. much. The serious <laughs> yeah. Or listen. Yeah, or yeah. listen. Yeah. But just stop talking and kind of be fucking mm-hmm. cool. And that worked. I mean it works. That's yeah. yeah. Kobe. <laughs> there we go. I'm actually, I have an audio book, uh, Aziz Ansari's Modern Romance. Oh, yeah. I've only listened to like the first couple hours, but it's it's so funny. And he's great. very relatable for yeah. anyone who's dated. And it's over like, it's over like 27, 28. Like, you know, I'm not talking about like meeting someone in class or at you know, college dating. Post-college dating. It's pretty funny, though. So, yeah, check that out, I Natalie, know. if you want a better take on Modern Romance than what we can yeah. provide you right now. I got it handled. <laughs> I'm good. Yeah, she goes hard you're in the two paint. Day, I guess. Yeah, you're <laughs> keep keep your asking. You're goes hard in the paint. Yeah, your two day date. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's just supposed to be a drink. <laughs> two day date, no dinner. Hmm. <laughs> what did you guys eat? We didn't. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Boom. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, thanks you guys for listening. This was Check. fun. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Thanks for coming. Yeah. Special yeah. shout out to our girl Natalie. Mm-hmm. Give her a round of applause. Yay. Bye bye bye. Thanks what? for coming out of the box. <laughs> thanks for coming. <laughs> thanks for coming out of the box. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thanks. That's good. It was it, fun. I told you. Don't be scared. <laughs> we yeah. We, it, it took multiple conversations to get yeah, here, but it, it probably happened. Yelling at the bar probably. And we're not it. regretting it at all. So Just, thank you again cool. for coming mm-hmm. out. Uh, thank you guys for listening Up in the Mix. Check us out, www.upinthemix.live. We got the radio show up. You can listen to past mm-hmm. uh, episodes of Up in the Mix. Stream it from our website. Uh, we will have lots coming for you and every that's week. that's definitely passion. It'll make your hips move and uh, make you feel great. Yes. So signing off, as always, this is Sean, a.k.a. The Truth, a.k.a. that not that black dude that you thought I was. Uh, <laughs> peace. Until next time. This is uh, De La Foto, a.k.a. your family neighborhood Mexican, a.k.a. Ernesto, Captain Kulo, Mr. Brunch, a local also, Bobby with the dad body, the brown man in the yacht club. How the fuck did he get here? And I don't give a fuck. It's Kevin, a.k.a. Statman, signing out. Salud. Bye-bye.